I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. So over the weekend, I had a lot to think about, and uh, I can say I put pen to paper, but that wouldn't be accurate. I, I just put some of my thoughts down uh, on the computer. I had a lot of time to think about things. I was uh, you know, wanting to have one of those relaxing weekends did the channel weird broadcast but then i decided i wanted to just kind of like hang out at home and really didn't do much we were thinking about going out and doing some karaoke because they finally found a way to make karaoke work in the covid thing and uh i don't know how how exactly they're going to do this but the more they start you know lessening the restrictions i think we're going to be going back to things uh, that janine and i like to do going out karaokeing you know doing movies that sort of thing we're waiting for godzilla to come out in theaters and so Liam's been excited. He's been watching, like last night, we were watching movies together. And uh, I introduced him to Revenge of the Nerds. I just thought he needed to see that show. And then uh, we w- ended up watching uh, the uh, Godzilla King of Monsters to end the night because Liam is excited to see the new Godzilla film. And I'm hoping that we opt to go to the theater instead of watching it on HBO Max. But you never know what's going to happen with the way these plans are. You know, uh, I mean, there's so many good things going on in the world that we're missing out on. Uh, because of COVID. And there are a lot of places that are, you know, they're lifting their restrictions. And the reason why is simple because, you know, we're seeing probably the lowest uh, cases since the pandemic. We're seeing uh, everything evening up. We're reaching what I call herd immunity threshold. And uh, I've talked about this before. I said, once we reach that, you'll start seeing the, uh, start seeing the cases drop. Um, but, you know, even though we've been stuck uh, with COVID, uh, I, I still believe that we are living in one of the most profound moments in human history, a profound moment where truths are being revealed and impossible truths are only dreamt about. I, I mean, it's in these times where historically prophets and seers spoke of the great enlightenment or others call it the golden age. Biblical scholars would call it the apocalypse or a, or a time for what would be known as uh, revelatory discovery. I know many of us have had our own revelations during this time. I mean, being locked down in a house for a year, I know some of us get out and some of us work jobs. And, you know, I've never, I I actually have to go to my job at an office in a studio. So I've been kind of like traveling back and forth from work to home, not getting out much. But, when you know, when you have a lot to think about, when you become pensive, okay, and what I mean by that is that you look inward and you look and you try to rediscover that which motivates you. You find yourself having revelation, personal revelations, revelatory discovery, and and there's a lot of things that you know. And I and I, I discussed this uh, with Aaron Collins, who is a paranormal investigator here in the Pacific Northwest. And I told him, I said, one of the biggest problems we have being paranormal investigators and people who talk about the paranormal is there's not much paranormal going on because a lot of the paranormal activity that you know we talk about happens because we are there to talk about it. I mean, it's one thing to observe or talk about a paranormal topic, but you need to be there. You need to get that EVP. You need to get those ghosts on video. You need to get those aliens jumping around in a field somewhere. You need to get that crop circle. You need to, I mean, all these things are not happening. 
because of COVID. And people are more concerned about COVID than they are about the paranormal. But what I've been trying to do is, is the, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, but is the, I guess you could call them the, the restrictions have been lifted. I'm, I'm starting moving more into paranormal stories because, I mean, like the Chupacabra story last Friday. I mean, that's something that, my gosh, it was, you know, I hadn't talked about the Chupacabra for years and I always tell people, you know, they say, well, why are you talking about this? Why are you talking about this? Because the paranormal doesn't always act when you want it to. So going back and just talking about a subject or living the subject or creating a reason to tune in and study a subject is a very hard thing to do. I mean, there have been anomalous events that have happened over time that indicate that the apocalypse is here. However, there needs to be a random great and terrible anomaly or what is known as a black swan event that needs to happen in order for us to have a massive change in our consciousness to invite new philosophies and new ways of living or even thinking. It's an event so great that it changes so many things in our lives. It changes the paradigm in such a way that it affects science, economy, and even religious beliefs. Now, it's like what the playwrights call a deus ex machina. And for those who aren't acquainted with what a Deus ex machina is. The term deus ex machina is when an unexpected power or an event changes a hopeless situation. I'm sure that there are many people who are awaiting the rapture. That would be a deus ex machina or the second coming of Jesus, which would be a deus ex machina, literally God from the machine. And, and that would be more exceptional, right? If we, if we were to wake up and find that Jesus has returned, that'd be exceptional if we looked up and we saw the angels and the hosts of heaven escorting Jesus down to the ground and then everybody gets raptured up. That would be a major black swan event, would it not? It would be. But another exceptional anomaly, which a lot of people have thought about and have talked about, would be the discovery that we are living in a simulation. That would be, that would be life-changing. Okay, that, that would be, we'd go, well, wow, what does that mean? What does that mean for consciousness? What does that mean for quantum entanglement? What does that mean for retrocausality? What, that, what does that mean for A causes B, B causes C? Does that matter anymore? No, because we live in a simulation. That would throw us into a quandary. I don't know if it throws us into a paradox, but hey, it, it just, it, it would be something that would be exceptional, an, an exceptional black swan. And of course, there's always life in space, you know, life has been found in space. It's announced, or, or we finally find out the truth about UFOs or even aliens and their purpose. See, in the last 500 years, there has been a black swan event of international significance at the start of, at the start of each century and then occurring in the middle or second decade of each century. So here we are, uh, you know, we had our black swan event back in, what, 2001 when we had 9-11. That was a big black swan event. It changed the way we looked at security in this country. And then, of course, you know, here we are now in the next decade, or it's been, you know, 20 years, first decade and second decade, 20 years, and we had COVID-19. Now, I don't know if this would be a black swan event because we don't know if it's going to affect the way we live for eons. It's probably going to affect the way we live for, probably for another year or so, maybe maybe less, because people are, are yearning to get back to normal. I don't know if they're going to want to just continually wear masks and, and, and be told what to do. I, I think that this is going to change soon. So I don't know if COVID would be a black swan event, but I mean, if you go back in time, you need to understand that black swan events 
spark wars, religious conflict. Sometimes they bring peace to the planet. Sometimes they bring new enlightenment to the planet. In 1517, Martin Luther nailed the thesis uh, on the door of the Wittenberg Church, which was the Reformation of the Church. And this was the rise of Protestantism. So that was 1517, where there was a new way of thinking of, of the Catholic faith. 1618 marked the start of the Thirty Years' War and decades of religious conflict in Western Europe. That conflict ended with the establishment of the Hanoverians in 1715, and they ruled over Great Britain and Ireland and Hanover. Then came the Enlightened Congress of Vienna. That took place in 1815. It followed the defeat of Napoleon and heralded a century of relative stability across Europe. In 1914, the First World War broke out, which, of course, catastrophic conflict that would claim millions of lives and set the tone for international discord throughout the 21st century because after that came another war. Because these wars were not World War One and World War II at that time. There was the Great War, and there was the war to end all war. That was World War II. So World War One, World War II. Then, of course, we had Korea. We had Vietnam. Now we have all these other wars breaking out. Of course, with Joe Biden in office, we're probably going to see more conflict because, you know, that's how war hawks operate. So, you know, I don't know if COVID-19 was a black swan event. That could be arguable. But Bill Gates claims that there is going to be yet another anomaly that is waiting in the wings. He says it's some ecological threat. Okay, But there was another thing that I read today. Those who want to be our overlords in Davos believe that this Great Reset is going to be part of this black swan event, something that, again, could shake up how we look at ourselves, government, and what it pushes closer to a new world order. And that's, I mean, whatever is coming in the future, I mean, you may want to consider that is, it's already in the planning stages. Okay. So whatever is going to happen that's going to rock us to and fro is already in the planning stages, regardless of the hardship it may cause. I mean, there's no change unless there is hardship, there is no reorganization. Until there's chaos. First, we only hope that many of us are spared the hardships and that we can adapt without interruption with our way of life. Black swan events are known as the great unknown. It's like a, a black box. We don't know. Some people, I guess, I mean, look, if you pay attention, all right, if you pay attention to history, you pay attention to some of the signs and signals, you may realize that the warnings that have been brought forth, whether it's a future economic hardship, a new form of government or announcement that we are not alone in the universe. These are the things that are coming. Okay. I, I think that each one that I just brought up, economic hardship, new form of government, and maybe we're not alone. These are on the horizon. I mean, how you react, I think, is part of what is called future shock. So keep that in mind with the next black swan event, what it might be and what it might may not be. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.